Possum Podcast. Toot toot. How you doing tonight, Mr. Possum? Oh, fair to middling, I guess. Well, you can't ask for better than that, can you? Well, can, can I be honest, though, with you, buddy? Sure, of course. I don't know what fair to middling means. Oh, yeah, well, nobody does. Nobody knows what it means. It's nonsense. They're nonsense words. I think I say stuff I don't know what it means all the time. Just because it sounds good. Like, six and one, half dozen the other. Mm-hmm. What a, what a terrible spill of the English language just spilling out of my face. Yeah, that's a pretty silly expression, if you ask me, because they mean the same thing. Yes. You could just say you could just say six twice. Right. It's like six, six. You could just say it that way. You could say, well, six is a six. Mm-hmm. Mark me down for a six. Mark me down for two sixes. You could, it would mean exactly the same thing. That'd be perfect. And said, well, six and one half dozen the other. It doesn't even sound like nothing. It doesn't. It sounds like you're wasting my time by saying the same thing twice. I think we're wasting everyone's time. Well, Mr. Possum. Yes, sir. As we mentioned last week, we are celebrating the doggiest days of the doggiest months of the year. Doggy? What's that mean? It means it's hot out, Mr. Possum. Oh, yeah, it is. Boy, is it ever hot. We hope you're keeping cool out there and staying hydrated with a nice cool beverage. Yes, what Big Hal's saying is you want to keep that mouth wet. Summers, mm-hmm. you don't want no dry mouth in the summer. I mean, I, I think I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I hate a dry mouth. Mm-hmm. I hate how it feels. I hate to hear other people talking with a dry mouth. You're one of the most outspoken advocates of wet mouth that I've ever met. Absolutely. Well, in honor of Mr. Possum's wet mouth advocacy, tonight on the show, we are going to be talking about all of the best summer beverages. We're going to count down our five beverages, things to keep that whistle wet. Because as they say, a dry whistle does not toot. Now there's a good expression there. Yes, now it means something. We'll be back in a second with our number five best bev. number five on your list of drinks, Big Al. Possum, my number five is iced tea. The classic beverage. Now, some like it sweet, some not so much. I myself like going half sweet, half unsweet. That's a little Big Howl fact for those listening at home. I bet your server just loves preparing that special little cocktail for you. I like to think of it as a little game they get to play. Yes, let's try to please Big Al with the perfect ratio of sugar to drink. Mm-hmm. And then I take it back over to my table and I maintain eye contact with them as I take that first sip. Yes, and they wait with bated breath while you drink to see if it's correct. And it always is, Mr. Possum. It's always correct. It always tastes half as sweet as intended. I think that I think that William Shakespeare said that best when he said, Ah, there is nothing half as sweet as a half sweet tea. Toot toot. Toot toot. Mr. Possum, what's your number five beverage? My number five drink is cheese. Now, you just said cheese. I did, sir. You're talking about drinking cheese. 
Yes, I'm talking about drinking cheese. You know, like at the ballpark. Oh, okay. All right. So you're talking about like the nacho cheese that comes with the... You're talking about ballpark nacho cheese. Yes. Which comes... you call drinking cheese. I call it drinking cheese. They serve it with them little chips, and the cheese comes in a little cup. Yeah. And I always say, you know what? Toss them chips. Get them out the way. Sure. Getting in the way of my drinking cheese. How about you just fill up the whole thing with cheese? Usually when I ask for half-sweet tea, they're pretty accommodating on that. Would you say that the ballpark uh, nacho folks are accommodating with you just wanting a whole container of drinking cheese? No. No, they are not accommodating oh, well. to that. You know, they That's don't. A shame. They'll say hateful stuff, Big Hal. They'll be like, we don't want no big rodent coming out drinking cheese out there or people with their families watching a baseball game. Yeah. Probably not the number one site you want to see on your uh, as you're out with your family watching a baseball game. We're back. We're counting down our favorite drinks here for the summertime, ain't we? We sure are. What would you say your number four drink is, Big Al? Mr. Possum, my number four favorite beverage is beer. Beer, huh? Beer, baby! Now, listeners will know that beer has fallen off in recent years, but this summer it's back, and boy is it ever back. Beer comes in a can or a plastic cup, and it's worth checking out sometime if you, uh, you know, you have a free night, you want to check out some. Now, some of our listeners may not have tasted beer. Mm -hmm. How would you describe the taste of beer if somebody's never had it? Oh, okay. I would describe beer as, let's say you stomped a bunch of grain in a bucket, and then you let rain fall down into that bucket for about four or five weeks, and then you poured that into a red Solo cup and drank that in the woods while... Your friends cranked up some credence on their car stereo. I can almost taste it. Yeah, can't you? Now, what about all this craft beer talk? Is that like when you drink beer out of a wicker basket or something? Yes, that's what it. Craft beer simply refers to a uh, like a bottle of a bottle of beer with a macaroni necklace on. Ooh, I'm gonna knit a koozie for my Strohs. Make it a craft beer. That's a great idea, Mister Possum. Hey, what's your number four? Puddles, baby. Puddles. Yes, puddles. Now, does it matter what's in the puddle, Mr. Possum? Not very much. Not very much. If it's in a puddle, it's a drink. It could be anything. You just drop your ice cream plop. Uh, TikTok, TikTok, that's a flavor puddle. Now, do you uh do you stand there and wait for that ice cream to melt before you drink it up, or do you just do you just attack that puddle head on whenever I, you see it? Buddy, I don't waste no time. Okay. I start licking. Puddles are a fleeting thing. They will they will go away quicker than you can say, let me get a lick of that. Exactly. Let me tell you something. And you remember this, son. Ain't nothing thirstier than concrete. You yeah. got to beat the concrete to the drink. You want to lose to the sidewalk? So you don't sit around going like, oh, that puddle looks a little better than that puddle, or I wonder what's in this puddle, or... Uh, trying to create the best puddle experience. You just get down there, get your tongue out, and get to work. You know, it's like the old expression, puddlers can't be choosers. It is like that. You got to get in there and live your life mouth first sometimes mm -hmm. in the summer. 
They might have, oops, I dropped something. Ooh, that's music to my ears. Somebody made a little oopsie tasty. And a lot of puddles are mistakes. A lot of puddles are mistakes. Mm. I eat mistakes. Down here, my world is just like a mistake and shake. Constant drive through baby. And there you are just gobbling up everybody's mistakes, like a, like a canister of whiteout. You just call me a goblin? You are a little bit of a goblin. I guess I'm kind of a trash goblin. You are a trash goblin. With a heart of mold. Toot toot. Toot toot. Big Al, what's your number three? Mr. Possum, my number three beverage is Dr. Bronner's Peppermint Elixir. This is a refreshing concoction I discovered while bathing in someone's pool house. The bottle's got all these inspiring messages written on it, and it makes your brain tingle. Now, just a warning to anybody out there looking to try Dr. Bronner's. The first few times you drink it, it will upset your tummy a bit. What was it doing in the shower? I don't know. You know, I never asked about that. You stole somebody's shower drink. Well, they didn't write their name on it. Well, unless it was Dr. Bronner's. You drank Dr. Bronner's shower drink. And he had taken the time to write himself little uplifting notes to get himself through the day and everything. And you're like, "Mm, gulp, gulp, gulp. Well, Mr. Possum, what's your number three wet? Well, my number three wet would be something I call Kingdom Wine. Kingdom Wine? Yes, Kingdom Wine. What's that? Well, I like to go to Kentucky Kingdom during the summers and poke a little hole in the bottom of the garbage cans and drink some of that sweet, sweet sour wine. Oh, I'll bet that's like the pinnacle of trash for you. It's got everything in it, Big Al. Mm-hmm. It's got thrown away beer. It's got thrown away drinking cheese. Thrown away hot dog mess. I call it a wine, but it's more of a brine, I suppose. It's sitting there siring in the sun. And yes, it is like a siren calling to me with its good stinks. Mr. Possum, you make it sound so beautiful, and then I imagine an enormous rat dressed like a scarecrow sucking on the bottom of a garbage can, and it kind of takes me back down to earth. Well, I'm a marsupial, you dummy. Big Al and Possum, brave and strong and awesome, speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, two good boys hooting and hollering. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Hey, Mr. Possum. Hey, Big Al. I heard you bought a three-legged horse named Jake. I sure did. What are you going to do with a three-legged horse named Jake? Well, he's a racehorse. How's his season going? He's undefeated. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Hey, Big Al. Hey, Mr. Possum. I heard you met Aerosmith's Steven Tyler. I did. 
What happened? Well, he was at the airport, and he was waiting for a limo. And he saw I had a watch on, so he asked me the time. Did you tell? No, it's quartz. Toot toot. Oh, toot toot. <laughs> hey, Mr. Possum. Hey, Big Al. I heard you joined a heavy metal band this weekend. I did. And how did that go? Terrible. That's a shame. What heavy metal band? They're called Warder. Water? No, Warder. It's a combination of war and murder. Warder. Warder. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They put up a flyer and a telephone pole saying that they want somebody to guitar for them. You can do that? Yeah, I can guitar. I've seen it done plenty of times. Plus, remember I was guitar tech for Band of Horses for a while. Oh, that's right. Anyway, I show up and they look at me and they're like, can you dress a little scarier? I'm like, fools, I'm a dang night creature wearing a scarecrow outfit. It don't get scarier. That's a good point there. Well, they just grumbled and stuff, so I'm like, I'm ready to rock, boys. When you want me to guitar? And they told me to stand off to the side of the stage, and they said, we'll tell you when to guitar. So I'm standing there, getting all pumped up, getting all ready to guitar. That sounds exciting, actually. It kind of was. So they yell out to the crowd, we're warder. This song's called The Blistering Flames of Calamity. Oh, dang. And they start going all chug-a-chug, doo-doo-doo, and all that stuff, metal music, you know. Oh, I've heard it. And then the song ends, and they go, this song's called The Thunderous Clash of Murderous Battle. Mm-hmm, love that one. And they start going all bomb bomb psh bomb bomb you know, just typical heavy metal type stuff. Yeah. So then that song's over, and they yell, this song's called The Sweltering Cling of a Tight Shirt. Hmm. Weird. That one's a little less dramatic. Yeah. So they finished that one and we're in the- <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they finished that one and go, we're water, have a great night. That was it? Yeah, that was it, three songs. So they come off stage and I go, what the heck, boys? You said you was gonna tell me when to guitar. Yeah. And they said, yeah, Boston, we want you to guitar right now. Get our dang gear off the stage and load it onto the truck. Toot toot. Big pal and possum, brave and strong and awesome. Speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big pal and possum, we wear dumb hats like blossom. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Well, we're back and we're still talking about drinks. Big Al, what's your number two top drink? Well, I think you know me. I think you know what my number two beverage is going to be, Mr. Possum. It's the river. Ah. Nature's great beverage, the almighty Ohio. We're conceived and born in its tributaries, and we return to the great river every summer to drink from its flavorful waters. Okay, and does it bother you that boats drive around on your drink? Well, no. I mean, they gotta get they got to get where they're going. You're chugging tug boat. You're mm-hmm. chugging tug. Uh, the river is big enough and strong enough to take whatever anybody throws in it and still give you fresh, flavorful water. Well, it's a beautiful, dumb thing that you've expressed here, and it's nice to hear it. I just imagine you like an old-timey black-and-white Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. and your name's tug, uh, Tugboat Charlie, mm-hmm. except you're Chugboat Charlie. And you got you're like a big old oar, and you're like kind of steering the boat with it. You're kind of paddling, and mm. then it's a straw, and you're drinking because you're Chugboat Charlie. 
Mr. Possum, do you know, are there suck boats? Can, can you travel by sucking the water through a big straw? I think jet skis do that, don't they? Jet skis suck the water out in front of you and shoot it out behind you, don't they? I guess. I don't know how a jet ski works. So I'd be like an old-timey jet ski. I'd be Wayne Jetski. <laughs> oh, Wayne Jetski is a much better cartoon character than Chugboat Charlie. Hey, Mr. Possum, what's your number two beverage? My number two drink is my own saliva, sir. Your own saliva? Yep. It's simple. You make it yourself. It's home-brewed. All you got to do is don't swallow for a while. Then you build up a good mouthful of it. Then here's the tricky part, buddy. You got to forget that you did all that stuff. And you just think, I just had a nice glass of something. Sure. And then when you swallow, you think, mm, that was refreshing. Well, it's the most natural beverage you can have. That's right. It's organic. Mr. Possum, what do you do to forget about all the effort that you put into getting this mouthful? I stare directly at the sun. Okay, they they do not recommend doing that. The doctors say that's bad. The doctor also says I shouldn't be drinking my own spit, that it don't count as adding water to my body. And no matter what I do to trick myself, it's just my own thing. It's my own drink. He says, don't drink your own drink. Get yourself a drink. Uh, you know that the doctor's also right about that. <laughs> Listen to yourself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the doctor don't recommend me staring at the sun. He don't like that at all. But it's like that men in black thing, that pen. It just wipes out your brain. I think maybe you've been wiping out your brain a little too much, Mr. Possum. Huh? I think, I think perhaps you've been wiping out your brain a little too often. What? I think, Mr. Possum, that you might be wiping out your brain a little too much. Well, my number two favorite drink is my own saliva. We'll be back in a second on Big Howlin' Possum with our number one favorite beverage. Number one. It is time for the number one beverage. Yes, the drink clock has struck one. What's your number one drink? What is it? I must know. Well, longtime Big Hal Dottie fans will know that I'm a proponent of a little something called the creamy summer cream. I'm talking milkshakes, lattes. Summer is a cream boy's dream, Mr. Possum. Now, your milk levels can get pretty low out there in the heat and the sun, so you're going to want to keep some backup cream on you in the car, in the glove compartment, or uh, in your pocket. I like to keep a surplus stash of cream back at the old house in case, uh, in case they start to run out at the store. Mmm, cream stash. Like when you drink a healthy cup of cream when you got, got a little bit of cream on your, on your mustache. Come this time of year, I have a cream stash going on pretty much all the time. You know what might help explain this to people is if we play my song, Summer Creams. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. 
All right, here we go. Hal Dottie with Summer Creams. Milkshakes, ice creams, frozen yogurt. Summer sun, summertime, it has begun. We're hanging out and having fun with our friends at summer destinations. Like the park or the beach, you're just out on the street, under street lights, jamming to the groove of the beat. You smell that summer air, it's intoxicating. You feel that summer breeze, it was worth the waiting. The rest of the time, it's hot as heck. Sweat dripping off of our faces and necks. We need something cold and refreshing and sweet. The perfect beverage to beat the heat. You mean water? Nah. Soda? Ugh. Purple Gatorade in the big bottle? Blah. There's only one thing to drink when it's hot, and that's ice cold cream with a big frothy top. Some cream. Oh, your beverages should be cream. Cut off our jeans, belly sticking out full of summer creams. Summer is hot with no chance of snow, so don't let your cream count get too low. And it isn't just beverages will keep you straight. Flag ice cream trucks to stay in shape. Keep a spoon in your pocket and a straw in your shirt. Condensed milk can for emergency purposes. I got Rocky Road dripping on my flip-flop. I got buttermilk stains on my tank top. I got Franny calling me from the bus stop. Say, meet me for a date at the cream shop. Yeah! Milkshake, frappe, salted caramel latte. May through June through 4th of July, I drink chocolate milk and soybean chai. July 5th till September ends, I'm sucking down vanilla bean and mocha blends. Never get tired of a creamy drink, never gonna let my root beer float sink. Summer cream, oh your beverages should be creamy in the summer. Summer cream, oh your beverages should be creamy in the summer. shortage has me pretty bummed. They said too many folks were on the tee, and they ran out of milk and butter and cream. But I've got some old Baileys that I'm rationing, and you can kind of mix syrup with cottage cheese. It's been weeks since a milk delivery, and they still owe us ransom for Milkman Steve. I miss brain freeze and milk bubbles in my throat. My kingdom for a cow or a sheep or a goat. I'm feeling kind of weak from a lack of cream. My core is overheating and I'm starting to steam, but in my dreams I'm on a beach with my feet in the sand. 40-ounce Kahlua milkshake in my hand. Cream so dense I almost have to chew it. Crazy straw big enough to suck a cherry through it. Summer cream, oh your beverages should be creamy in the summer. Summer cream, oh your beverages should be creamy in the summer. Summer cream, oh your beverages should be creamy in the summer.
And now we're going to talk about Possum's number one beverage. Are y'all ready? I'm shaking in anticipation, Mr. Possum. My number one favorite drink is the fizzy lifting drink. One time I went to this old candy factory, and everybody I was on the tour with just kind of kept dying one by one like it was a dang predator. And I was in this room with this fizzy lifting drink. Buddy, you take a drink of this stuff, you keep on raising up and flying because of the fizziness and the busyness. Mm -hmm. You just keep on floating. It's so carbonated, it lifts you off the ground. It's fizzy, and it's lifting you, and it's a drink. It doesn't taste great. Okay. But it gets you floating. Oh, so they haven't really... They haven't sorted out the flavor on it yet. Oh, far from it. You think that's why they were still testing it? Like it was working fine, but the uh, the flavor wasn't right? Yes, functionally, it was fizzy and lifting. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't no good drink. And what, I drank puddles. What was the flavor? What was it supposed to be? Like Earl. Earl Grey? Not like tea. I'm talking about some black slick Earl. Oil. Earl. Oil. Earl. Oil. Earl. So it tasted like oil. Yes, sir. Black gold. Tasted like Texas tea. Tasted like Mississippi mud. Mm-hmm. Tastes bad. Yeah. And I just kept floating up. It'll get you lifted, dog. Well, it sounds pretty good. I mean, anything we've talked about tonight ain't going to take you up no higher levels. Ain't going to make you fly. Well, it? I think Dr. Bronner's peppermint elixir kind of makes you fly a little bit. Anyway, by the end of it, I became the head of the whole candy factory. Oh, well. So, wait, why is your life the way it is now? Well, I made some pretty poor business decisions oh, okay. as the head of that candy factory. Mm-hmm. You bankrupted it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I bankrupted it. It's just full of candy. They had a whole river full of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about gulp, gulp, you know? Yeah. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to go take a swim in that chocolate river. Ooh, you know, I, don't, I don't imagine they can sell that chocolate after you've swum in it. That was the first mistake I made. It was me, a little possum, getting in that chocolate river, having a drink, thinking I could just get out and run my business. And they're like, wait, was you just in that river? Yeah. People drink that. Yeah, said, the health department uh, yeah. came by and saw you getting out of the chocolate river. I said, I'm wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> What's the big deal? What's the big deal? They come in there with their clipboards. Oh, what haven't you drank or touched here? I said, buddy, I own this place. I touch everything. I drink everything. This wow. place is my beverage. Did you guys get an F from the health department? Is that the worst one? Yeah, I think F is the worst one. Yeah, we got that F. We got that green F. Had to put it out in front of the house. Mm-hmm. I still got some old hairy candy chocolate bars if you want some. I uh, sure don't, Mr. Possum. Want a hair no, bar? I do not want a. I do not want a hairy chocolate bar. Thank you, though. The Big Howl and Possum. Pop- 